Okay, good morning, Peter in Germany. How are you? Hi, Lena in Australia. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good. Um, yeah, I would love um, you to talk a bit about yourself and what you're doing and what your life um, pretty much is all about, the projects you're doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... My favorite stuff is, uh, an, I'm an artist, I'm painting pictures, and my genre are uh, Zen calligraphy. Okay. And, uh, and the main meaning of Zen is the great nothing. And uh, when I'm painting the great nothings, then the people are asking, okay, and what is the price for the great nothing? And so it's very difficult to earn money with it. And uh, so as many artists nowadays, uh, I'm searching for, uh, we call it in Germany, bread and butter. <laughs> so <laughs> where can I work as an artist and earn money and so that I have enough in my refrigerator for my, my real stuff, my, my big nothing. And um, so uh, I started with my wife uh, with the idea of... Uh, so no, no, it's complicated for translation. In Germany, it calls Färbergarten. It means dyer's garden. Dyer is a guy who are dyeing normally wool or, or fabrics. And in this garden are the plants for uh, what he used for it. And uh, in other countries, they don't understand it really because... Uh, It's, it's an artificial word. There, there is, in history, there are no dyer's garden because the dyeing was the main work of the woman in, in older times for cosmetic, for fabrics, for, for whatever. And uh, our idea is not to make uh, agriculture with dye plants um, or with colorful plants for organic color. The idea is... Uh, to make uh, a gardening with a big diversity and uh, a garden for learning. And it's more, uh, looks like the, the gardens in older time were very nearby the farm. And uh, these useful gardens are for medicine, for health, for, for joy, and also for color, but also for eating or, or whatever. It's, it's, uh, and this is the, the kingdom or the queendom of the ladies. So uh, Dyer's garden is complete wrong, <laughs> but uh, that's what we artists are liking very much if something is wrong and when we can create some new. And that's a point where I'm, I'm starting to crumble the cookie. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah. I remember that I met you in 2015, which seems to be so long ago. Um, and we did all these projects um, with refugees that came from Syria to Germany and um, taught them how to make paint out of um, cabbage. And I remember it changed. I was like a little child. It completely changed my, um, I don't know. I was just so impressed by you and just the whole, how chemical nature even is a chemical reaction between things. So when we, um, mixed red cabbage in a mortar with water and then um once it was really kind of well mixed and 
we squeezed it through a napkin kind of thing and then um this purple water came out and then you put chalk in and it turned green and then you put lemon in and it and pink just to change the ph level and i was just like this is unreal and i really enjoyed this because i remember a lot of things that you were saying that partly also um the churches had this Färbergärten next to this gardens, literally with flowers where they made paint off and next to the church to paint things. And um, that there's sometimes when they um, reconstruct churches or something, they still need to have a look back to see whether, um, which plants they were growing back then to make the same paint again, to make it look, um, you know, real how it used to look. And also that you made all these projects around the world. And I thought that was pretty impressive. So, um, yeah, do you want to talk a bit about, um, so obviously, how did you even became aware that plants could give you colors? Like, was this always as an artist in your you know, in your mind? Or was this something you just became aware of? No, I'm. I'm uh, since I was a young guy, I, I was very interested in organic stuff, and and making gardening, and uh, I like to cook, and and so normally it's very very near, but uh, I never imagined it. Where when I'm working as an artist, uh, then uh, before I had the idea of uh, this education project or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm working for big museums and I'm making the, the wall paintings for the dioramas or um, if there, we have a lot of Roman museum here, we make some uh, Roman uh, encaustic works and all the stuff is with chemical colors. And for me, it, it's, it was completely normal. My food was organic. But my work stuff was chemical. That's what the other guys told me, what I have to use for. And uh, I make a big mistake because all the things, uh, what I, uh, when, when I, I finished the work in the museum, I asked them, uh, what is with the rest of the color? Then they said, okay, you can have it. And I said, oh, I have a good idea. I put it, um, I'm working as a volunteer on the school of my, uh, my wife. And I go to the children and said, hey, we can paint together. Uh, I did a lot of color and it's um, uh, um, cost nothing. I can bring a lot of this stuff and we work with it. And later my doctor said to me, Peter, you must stop your work because the chemical stuff destroy your liver and, and all the other stuff. And I said, oh, all the stuff I put to the children the whole time. <laughs> what I'm doing there, I'm killing them all but and uh, that's the point immediately where I step and said, okay, maybe the big nothing would be better <laughs> than to work, work again with, with the chemical stuff. And it was a long time. It was 25 years before, long time before we talk about microplastic and all what we know nowadays, what uh, this chemical stuff uh, are, are doing with us and, and, and our uh, DNA and, and whatever. And uh, yeah, then I told to the children, no, we have to stop our artwork. We have no color anymore. And 
I was a little bit confused. The children also, no more art, what you are telling, <laughs> what, what, what kind of artist you are. And, and during I'm thinking, okay, how can I explain the big nothing to the children? My wife asked me, uh, okay, what are the colors in older time? Well, what did the people use before they discover the chemical stuff? Then I said, okay, uh, I have some ideas about earth pigments and cave painting, but it was not so colorful. And during I'm thinking about, uh, one of the little ones said, maybe we are asking in a museum. And uh, it was a primary school. This guy was, I think, six years old. I said, what a good idea. So we are going to our local natural museum and said, hello, we are the staff from the primary, primary school and want to know everything about old coloring, old dyeing, old whatever you have. And the guy on this museum, it was a very boring natural uh, museum. And uh, he grew up like a blossom, said, the complete cellar, I have full with all the stuff with books and old artifacts with it. And, uh, and then, then the first idea of that's what Seven Gardens now is starting because we have the artist with a big nothing in his brain. Then we have uh, the teacher. We have uh, the, uh, the, the, the target to teach the children. We have the little folk who want to have education the little ones, and we have an old history point on our village who are a lot of wisdom, which nobody used. And then it started a little network where everybody have his competence. And I'm not alone to create this network. It was for, from the first point, it was a big crowd of, of different, uh, I don't, can it explain in English, um, but, but, but I think you know what, 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 what you put on. Translate in German. Uh, Maybe yeah. I can translate it. Uh, it was the children, it was the parents, the teachers. Oh, okay. It was uh, people from university. And I'm in the middle as a king with a big nothing in his head. <laughs> so very comfortable. And uh, all the crowd is learning and talking. And, and uh, we have parents from Turkey who said, oh, I have good ideas from... from my grandma in, in the hills of, of the east of Turkey, we have some old traditions of dying. And it was uh, it was so exploding, just like springtime when everything is growing. You cannot imagine that this old stuff are in the earth. <laughs> Even in wintertime here in Germany, when you think, well, now every time was ending now. But in springtime, everything came out of the bottom and you said, whoa. Growing is such a nice idea of God. <laughs> yeah. And so there's literally um, obviously dying, which means I guess this is like a different process, right? Dying, let's say, with onion skin or something, um, is like a different method than, for example, what we did with the cabbage, um, where you taught us how yeah. to make the liquid and then through the um, powder to make it literally mix it with that, let it dry and make it long lasting. And then once it's powder, you can just mix it again with oil or water. Um, so 
and then yeah so so do you want to talk about a bit about these kind of um techniques on what you actually yeah what what are you specifically doing like with groups let's say you have a school class and you teach them um the the starting point was uh, in this 25 years we create <clears throat> together with some some uh, teachers a kind of of a method how can we start and important is because uh, we have also a lot of uh, partner schools uh, first was in uh, south africa later it also in brazil in tajikistan they tell me country i tell you what dialogue are, are living there and um, then uh, we make the tools very easy. So we have a, a mustard and, and a, 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 a pistol. We have some little fabrics, we have some dishes, and that's all. No big lab, no nothing. You can put it in, in your rucksack and, and go in the wood and uh, searching colors. And if you don't have a mustard, you can also put an old marmalade glass and, and a stick of wood. Make it such easy and such low price and low tech well, what what's uh, what's possible and so that everybody's starting on the same level there is no who said oh my mustard was from gold or I've, uh, no make it just like in the zen material <laughs> so 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 basic just is is it possible and uh, and then we look around, so nobody have an idea when they ask me, okay, what kind of plants we have to use? What have you, uh, we to put in the garden? I said, oh, I'm, I'm the artist of the nothing. I have no idea really. And uh, what do you imagine? Well, what maybe when we have a little yellow flower, guess what kind of flower can come out of this uh, plant? Mm. Yellow? Right, <laughs> you get the best note. If we have a red flower, imagine what kind of color come out of this red flower. And maybe red, okay, you got the best note. And so on and on, you need only seven colors. Then the rainbow was complete and you can start with painting. And that everybody said, oh, it's so easy. I don't have to be afraid for education because I can think by myself. And maybe I can help the teacher when I have a good idea. And what is my competence? Maybe my competence is that I have a grandma with a big garden. Maybe my competence is that I love cooking. Maybe my competence is that I have strong arms. I can dig the earth. How hard it ever is, <laughs> I, I'm a good worker. Or I, I'm a good seller. I can go on the market and I can, I can sell the lipstick what we are creating. And you need a team. You cannot do it all alone. You need a team. And, um, and and how more competence in the team and how more you, you let it flow, then even more it grows. So it's, it's uh, nearly a poem, so it's, uh, it works. And, and, and the people are so excited that they, they can, in this part of education, they can give their own input, their own ideas, they make their own research. Not, this is the wisdom, I told you, frontal, one hour, 
after this one hour, I ask you what, what what's uh, the, the income in your brain. And then I give some notes. So one old post-industrial idea. The last 200 years we're working in this art. <laughs> we, we have to stop it now. Mm. So, pretty, so you were saying, so as pretty much better and bigger the team is, as bigger the variety obviously is. And I remember you were also saying that you actually share the different pains, right? Amongst different countries as well. Yeah, we had a lot of technological stuff. So the, the primary school where we are starting, after two years, they have the, the art room was full with uh, uh, grayons. They make their own pencils. We have gouache. We have all colors. We make cosmetic for uh, the, the school festival, for the school theater. We, we are dyeing our own sport uh, uh, wear. And also in... Uh, in the, uh, the, the wisdom change with, with our South African partner school, um, when it, it was just like open uh, champagne bottle, it's it's <laughs> it's exploding, and uh, the the support what we are became from uh, get from from um, uh, South Africa then it was. Uh, uh, we saw that we as a German European school have to teach the African and show how can you work sustainable. No, after, after the first session, an old grandma is coming and said, okay, this white guy is not lying. And uh, he tells the truth because the root of Ugurumu make a blue, the, the leaf of Agadara make a big red. And this grandma would 80 years old, they are starting. And then I said, okay, you are the teacher now. The wisdom is here. You must ask this, this lady. She knows this. Yeah. Don't ask a white European. Ask your black grandma. And when and <laughs> the old class, about what, more, more than 100 uh, um, students, yeah, the Magogo, Magogo, it's I mean, the, the black grandma. Magogo is the teacher now. And after this, the support, what the European became from Africa, it was, I, mean, I cannot describe. And so the, 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 our biggest treasure is the wisdom of the indigenous. Also when, when we meet or we invite some uh, indigenous uh, from, from all around the world, uh, first time they're coming to us, I said, okay, you are making a bit big uh, project uh, for UNESCO and blah, blah, blah. And they are, have a lot of respect. But I destroy this respect because uh, well, when I show what the, the true wisdom was in the indigenous inside and that we need them to help us here in Germany. Uh, I spent maybe 20 minutes and then uh, the... the I don't know what in English, we call it hierarchy, the, the, the hierarchy. Hierarchy, okay. <laughs> in, uh, it's of, of uh, education was completely destroyed. Everybody can teach everybody. Mm. So, and, and that's the main content of the sustainable development goals that we don't have to wait for some presidents or some, some big kings who, or, or 
no, some some Apple or Google or whatever they are calling, that they told us how we can uh, save the world. No, it's our world. We can save it now, immediately, and we have the ideas. And we can change it without paying or whatever. And uh, yeah. So pretty much you can just get a jar and a stick in the wood and take <laughs> some water with you and then you can make paint pretty much out of leaves um sticks out of um soil right and sand and um yeah it's amazing. i think if, if you asking in, in in your country if someone having a good idea to make color from natural stuff i'm sure that you have some <laughs> Some guys were living a long time before the white one came Yeah. there and said, well, we have the idea, yes, but nobody asked us. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's inside the countries and, and also it's, it's the plan, the, 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 the microclimate or the, the kind of art are important with your environment. It's... Uh, But it's not new what I'm telling you. <laughs> Every artist normally you, you can go to, to, to a big store and buy your, your chemical stuff. But that's uh, pro produced in China or wherever. And that, that's the stuff what all artists in all these um, skyscrapers around the world in the big metropoles are doing. If you want to be a real artist, change the world, find your own blah, blah, blah go in the wood and come out with a water uh, color box <laughs> made by yourself. And it's so easy. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that to learn this and it explodes really your mind and you're like, why don't I have always done this the way? <laughs> um, and so you pretty much started this project Seven Gardens, right? Which It's like a um, around-the-world kind of project. So do you want to talk a bit about this, what the project is about? And Yeah, it's um, Seven Gardens is... The, because uh, I told you about the problem of, of dire garden, dying garden, die garden, and that. how can we translate this word in, uh, in, in other... Uh, if you told to Mapuche Indian, uh, we have a dye garden, they said, Die garden, we have the, the complete pampa ourselves. So it's, uh, um, it, it's difficult. So, as an artist, I'm we or well, I create the word seven gardens because my, uh, my older um, uh, Zen master would teach me and she gives me a koan. Koan is a kind of meditation word, uh, it's, it's a riddle. And you have to think about, if you have a solution, you go to your master and told about your solution. And normally the master is laughing and said, no, it's wrong, because there is no solution. And uh, my, my master, uh, Tom, told me, uh, create seven gardens. And I know how much work it is to dig in one garden. And to have seven gardens, it's, it's impossible. And, uh, and, and I don't, <laughs> but I, I came from a rough industrial area and my parent, parents are also 
very uh, hard workers in all that time. So my mind was also very basic. I said, okay, I have to create seven gardens. And uh, then the door is ringing and an old grandma is standing there and said, oh, Peter, I feared you are working in school with gardening and um, on this, uh, you are so, so successful. I have also a garden and I must be, be, give it back to the community. And, uh, but it was the, the, I worked so long inside and, and my heart was full of uh, tears and blah, blah, blah. And said, okay, stop lady, I have an idea. Then I go to our um, um, high school here and they're searching artists. I said, okay, I'm an artist, I'm coming. But there was one point where painting only with organic colors. Oh, it's not possible. We don't have the money. And where can we buy it? I said, oh, it's very easy. Come with me. And then we are going with 40 students. We are going to her Grandma Kranz. That's her name. I said, hello, Grandma. These, the, no, you know, the new diggers for your garden, the 40 guys are helping you to uh, create your garden again, even when, when your hand and, and, and your, uh, your back was very old now. And uh, yeah, and, and that, that was the second garden. Then I have to do nothing, only the networking, and then my work was finished. The grandma have new diggers for the garden and the students have a new teacher inside the garden who knows everything about the plants who are growing there since many, many years. And then I told my, my Zen master, Tom, <laughs> no, I have two gardens. <laughs> I think it, I have a good idea. It's very easy to create the seven gardens. And then she said, ah, oh, Peter, never, never, never. You are get the big nothing. It's a koan. You, you don't have to create gods. But uh, she cannot stop me. So it's, it goes very quick. One garden after another, when then Africa and uh, some other garden with refugees. And uh, nowadays, I think we have more than 700 gardens. <laughs> um, but it works. It was so easy to give it to the people, and the people are doing it, that I'm very... Yeah, I, it's not so much work for me. I have a lot of time for my own big nothing. And uh, all, all the stories which are running around the world, all the successful stuff that one lady from Bavaria are working with some uh, grandmas in India, they're creating uh, uh, fabrics and, and making, uh, you know, the, the German Dirndl. It's, it's a clothes from Oktoberfest what the ladies are wearing. And they are printing it with dye plants in India. And now she are giving workshops in Bavaria and uh, in uh, and Austria. And so, so it's just like a big snowball fight. <laughs> it's running around the world. And uh, yeah, it's very joyful. And if they are not so, that's the other side of the moon that, uh, we have also partner in Afghanistan. We have also partner in Kazakhstan. And, uh, and then the stories who are coming now are very hard. And you're sitting on your bed and you are crying the whole night. And it's, it's so the, the world is burning. We have an idea, we are working on it, but the world, world is burning. And, uh, and sometimes you have to cry.
that's only between <laughs> the lines that I'm not only the lucky guy that I uh, uh, try to shine. Crying because of the climate change? Yeah, climate change is, uh, it, it's, it's, it's coming and... <laughs> So you mean there, like when you say the world is burning, you mean also that things are not growing okay. anymore uh, okay. and people suffer under okay. the circumstances. Yeah. yeah. So the the SDGs are the Sustainable Development Goals created by the United Nations uh, by the United Nations, and it was an you know, all this process of Rio and um, Johannesburg and all the ideas of Fridays for Futures and all these ideas running around the world. And the um, United Nations says, okay, we're, there are uh, 17 issues. There's clear water, saves the oceans, saves the diversity, um, uh, high education possible for everybody. Uh, uh, no, no hunger. Even the crazy idea that uh, the woman can also work with, with us. Uh, so the, the, ask, the big question of gendering uh, and, and the climate change and industry, uh, local con consumption and production. These stuffs are very, very urgent and we have, uh, <coughs> they, they make a, just like a count, countdown in uh, 2030, we must be finished. Otherwise, we got big problems. Okay, we have the big problems are starting now. You can see it, you can read it in newspapers. And, um, but, but the idea is when you go to school and said, uh, in the older time when someone, some political guys came to me as when I was a student, a young one, I said, okay, we have the, the nuclear uh, uh, war is coming and everybody has to die. And they say, okay, then I'm stop education. <clears throat> because when if in five years everybody is dead, why I have to sit around and think about math mathematics stuff? So I'm, I'm stuck my, my uh, going to school. And now 20 years later, or oh, not 20 years, sorry, it's <laughs> 50 years later. <laughs> <clears throat> the world is still alive. And uh, so what's the idea behind? Starting your education, starting and starting with this, this what, what is what's necessary. It's, it's, uh, they call it Education for Sustainable Development, ESD. It's one of the biggest program. And I think it's one of the important programs, <coughs> sorry, of the, uh, of the UNESCO is to make the education, make the people able to, uh, yeah, to be prepared for this big catastrophe who are coming or who are there. Mm. And uh, you can do it in a way that you go to school and tell the children that the world is burning. <laughs> what do you see about the children? They're crying and jumping out of the window or what? Or the other thing is you have a red cabbage under your arm said, hey, today we're making our own colors. And started in, in a joyful cultural moment. <clears throat> and then when, when 
when they see that it works and that it's easy and that it's joyful and you have your own red cabbage lipstick, maybe, and uh, then they are thinking, oh, it's an organic color. Look, MAC, Chanel, Maybelline, they have also a lipstick of organic, but it costs, I don't know, $50. And I make it in big pots. So that, that helps the people to create these little own ideas what they can <clears throat> do immediately. Mm. And, and this idea and this uh, yeah, method, you can use it also for theater, for singing, for, for dancing, any kind of, kind of culture. Um, start it very simple, very low, invite the people, make, create a big diversity and use this diversity and build, build up a team. Then you are not alone with your idea and uh, don't make a focus on, on, one, on one issue. Have a focus of all the targets. It works. <laughs> yeah, I guess like the the small things to start as well is just like to make to rise awareness, I guess as well. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So um, yeah, I remember also that you so pretty much when you said that the garden that you have the gardens. Um, and you have this school class um, that is like coming. So the school class or the grandma gives the school class the garden. Um, are they going to work on the garden so they grow plants to make um, paint? Or um, do they, is this just an educational level of, you know, learning? pretty much more about nature and gardening or is this also because I remember you were saying back then that it was that you kind of had this um, I think also the children that had the garden then the ones that were growing um, and the ones that were looking so literally looking after the growing plant and then the ones that harvest the um, flowers and then um, looking after them to dry And then, um, yeah, people that make pretty much in the mortar with water, the paint, and then looking after this, I think that was how the process was, right? So it's, it's kind of like not necessarily only making paint, but also um, that is like a social project on giving them responsibility and teaching them um, different skills, yeah? Yeah, of course. This is the trick. <laughs> Yeah. That's, uh, that's the idea behind. Uh, in older time, when, when we are living in our uh, caves, then uh, the, the first is that, that uh, you fill up your stomach. Kill a reindeer, uh, eat some, some berries, <clears throat> I don't know, fill up your stomach and, and the stomach of your group. And uh, in the prehistorical time, it spent four hours a day. And the rest of the day, they are sitting around <laughs> and, and what they are doing when it's boring in the cave. Okay, let us paint the wall. Maybe let us paint after a blueberry dessert. We are painting ourselves. 
ha, and then culture is starting. Now in this <clears throat> burning world, we are turn up this process. We are starting not with uh, feeling stomach because of supermarket and, and all the European here, you have to eat. That, that's not the problem for us, for the white one here in Europe, but other countries, it's, it's the biggest problem. And uh, so we, we are starting this, um, the idea that, otherwise, when you, when you make uh, a vegetable garden in school here, in Europe, then uh, the little one said, ah, oh, the vegetables are ugly. There are some, some little caterpillars on it or, or some flies. And in the supermarket, they have good products and so cheap. And we don't have to work because it's spent on the other. Now two euro for a red cabbage. Here I have the whole time I have to stand and, and waiting that it's growing. It's so much work. And <clears throat> oh, it's ugly because there's earth on the plant. Ooh. Yeah. So when we are talking about colors, organic colors, you cannot buy it in the supermarket. And there's also an old prehistorical fact that we love colors, but the, the human kind, are, we are starting up when we saw the bright, shiny colors. And when I started in, in, um, in, in uh, education of art, we are making our own colors. Okay, what we are use, we use red cabbage in the garden. So if there are some flies, caterpillars or us, it's not, not so ugly because we don't want to eat it. We make colors from it. After the first starting and when it's smelling, when uh, red root and, and some, some carrots and whatever you have on your table and, and it's smelling, then some of the little ones asking, maybe, maybe we can also eat it <clears throat> because it was so much what we are having our harvest. And you said, okay, try it. <laughs> You're starting um, uh, a program with organic food without the pressure. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. The, the trick is that the people discover their own issues. And then they say, oh, our garden was full with vegetable. And it's also the taste was better than in the supermarket. We don't have to pay for it. We have only to dig and to work and to watch. Yes, <laughs> you don't need money. You can do it by yourself. And uh, that, that's the, the trick. If you have a garden, you have everything. You have the culture, you have food for your stomach. And it was so much, if it's grow in a good way, when you make some, some permaculture, if you have a good water system, <clears throat> There are so many tricks what we can learn from, from the indigenous who are living in the deserts, who are living in cold areas or whatever, and uh, how you, how you can, can uh, have an eye on, on your own garden. And there are so many products inside that uh, you don't have to buy presents for, for each birthday or, or Easter or Christmas days. You have your own stuff your own mammalite or whatever what you can make as present so why do you think this process did not continue forever why do we have chemical pain today like what is the well, i think it's in history it's an industrial way so uh, 
when when the impressionist uh, as an uh, air play uh, air painting when it's starting it was very easy to 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 have these colors you don't need a big uh, a working station you don't have to dig in in the earth and whatever and uh, also that these colors are um, but but it, it's it's a process that when you are Normally, when you hear about organic color, then the first is from the professionals. They said, okay, uh, but the light are destroying the colors. You have it only for, if, if you make a fabric as a t-shirt, uh, yeah, maybe in two years, the color's gone away. I said, yes, you are right. But what's gone away was complete organic, not microplastic. Second, show me a t-shirt in the modern world, <laughs> which people have for two years. And uh, third thing is I can dye it again, maybe in another color, what's then fashion. And in this time, I'm very safe because all this shabby chic and uh, vintage style that my Organic T-shirt with the not the bright shining color is perfect for the next fashion show. Even uh, when I get it out of the pot, and um, so uh, also we can change the culture. When you imagine that all the print stuff, everything what is printing in the world, newspaper and, and <clears throat> kind of papers, are only used for twenty four hours. It's, it's 95% and only 5% is stand for, for a longer time. So why have, can we paint it, it with organic color? And we don't need the red cabbage. We don't need the food. We know we need the, the waste. You can go to, to a factory you are producing, I don't know, red cabbage food and uh, go to the container and everything well, what's inside you can use uh, for the color. You can collect it from, from the compost. So it's like a really sustainable project as well, where you also source. So either yeah, way, sustainable as sustainable can be. We every day we think about what we are doing here. Is it really okay? When we have from our dying project, if we have some 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 waste. Can we drink it? Can we put it on a compost? Can we uh, put it uh, on, on the earth? There, there, there's nothing without, think about what we are doing because it's our garden. Hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I also remember that you were talking back then about that, for example, you had this project in Africa, I think, where you taught women how to make... Um, makeup and rouge and things like that from the soil there um which helped them also coming out of prostitution yeah yeah uh, the trick is that there was a big tree in this village and this tree was was holy and you don't have to put fruits or leaves or whatever from this even if something's falling on the floor and then uh, if there if a piece of wood or some, some leaves uh, from the floor, we take this one, make it 
dry, uh, uh, dark coal from it and make it uh, as a mascara and, and kayal make from it. If you want to make it, you can use every kind of plant coal. But this one was from the holy tree, the Usumbeke. And, and a stick of this was so, they, we can sell it very expensive to the tourists. And even the ladies uh, between changes, oh, I have some mascara and some uh, kayal from this holy Usumbeke. Mm -hmm. And we need something for, uh, we have a fashion show here in Germany. And then I said, oh, can you send us uh, some makeup from your project? We show it here on our European fashion show. We send you the pictures and you can work with, uh, with it that your stuff is working in Europe. And uh, it was two or three weeks before the fashion show was starting. I make a phone and said, hey, we are waiting for the delivery of the makeup. And then the lady said, ah, Peter, no. Mm -hmm. Okay, we tell you, we use it for ourselves. We don't want to sell it to you because it's so important for us here. We, we, we are so sorry, but we have no stuff for the European. <laughs> How amazing was it? When this word we would work with, with coffee or with tea or, or curry or whatever, that these treasures from the country, what we are rubbering every day in a big industrial way, when this treasure are, when the coffee was in Ethiopia, Ethiopia, the, the, the coffee again, what a treasure they have. <laughs> but it's only in an example. So uh, we are living in a global world and all these silk woods are running and running and they are growing. But look at home, what kind of holy tree is in your area? So in Germany, we have uh, a football club, very famous, uh, Borussia Dortmund. And a uh, million of members and, and all over the world, are people love this football club. And the place where this football club was created was a Borsigplatz. There was two trees. I don't know the English name. It's a Linde. Mm. Um, Linden. Yeah, I think it's Linden. Linden. Yeah. Linden. Okay, and the, the blossom from this tree are yellow, and from the bark we make uh, dark coal. So we have football uh, fan cosmetic from, from the Borsig place, where this football club was uh, 100 years ago was uh, starting, from these original trees. And we said this football cosmetic in black and yellow, what's the, the, the flag uh, colors from, from this uh, club? We sell it for 10 euros. And with this money, we can use it for uh, women projects or uh, uh, now this day is going to Afghanistan, uh, this money is going to Afghanistan. And uh, also we make it in uh, Trapson in Turkey. They have some, some uh, uh, holly hooks standing on, on the stadium. And we make from this uh, holly hook, we make the, the colors uh, for all this, uh, ultra hooligan fans <laughs> who are want to have the original color from this uh, mystical place, this stadium where their, their favorites are fighting. Mm. It's complete artificial, but it works. Yeah, it's so great. It's, uh, I, I feel like they're just really great um, 
great projects because it's like you start something as like this seed and now it's just um yeah blossoming all over the world and old recipes come back to people and family and you know i guess like there are possibly a lot of grandmas and um <laughs> granddads that have a lot of recipes to share and then um now they're discovering um oh someone is interested in this and share them so it's it's amazing yeah yeah, a lot of real friends, a lot of grandmas I have now, <laughs> a lot of children, and also they're growing. The children from the older times who have in school, they are parents now. And they're coming to me and said, hi, Peter, do you have still the dying garden? Look, here's new stuff, new members. And I'm feeling like a grandpa by myself now. <laughs> it was so great that... Uh, to, to be part of a, of a, of a, of a kind of blockchain, uh, worldwide network of, of culture and, and, and giving and, and sharing and whatever. Yeah, I, I can invite everybody. So it's, <laughs> it's very easy. There were a lot of dialogue all over the world. And even if you have hear the story, and tick, uh, stick of wood, old marmalade glaze, an old fabric. Look after a plant, a little flower with red blossom or whatever. Squeeze it with a little bit of water. Squeeze it with a fabric on, on the dishes. And then we have made color. Show these others and said, oh, there's a guy in Germany, Peter, who had created a network. It called Seven Gardens. I don't know. Uh, I, I know only about this little red flower. But there must be more. Mm. Can you imagine? And then let talk the group. Ask the group, can you imagine that there are more color than only this red kind? And then it's starting. Your work was done. You are a perfect Seven Guns dialoguer. Welcome to the club. The UNESCO will enjoy your work. <laughs> And I don't ask what kind of education you have, what, what, how many money you have in your pocket. Go on the marketplace and start your own Seven Gardens project. And believe me, it works. <laughs> yeah, we did so many things with this because in the end, I think we, um, when we did this in 2015, after you taught us with the refugees, I think we made lipsticks, um, <clears throat> we made... Um, rouge i think and then we, we painted with it and we um squeezed it through this napkins and then we used them um cut the edges and we used them and um i think we made them into lavender bags and wrappings and so yeah it's um yeah so yeah thank you so much for sharing this i think it's um it's such an amazing sustainable project it's such an important project um I guess specifically for artists, um, but yeah. for any kind of painting, um, also for social groups, for people that um, want to be more sustainable. And uh, what you said at the start also just, um, you know, the health factor to it as well, like even for little kids, like painting with all this chemical paint and you can just um, make it yourself um, and then paint with it. And, um, I've done it with several kids from my friends and they've absolutely loved it. 
um, because it's nice and messy. <laughs> and um, yeah, they of course enjoy that, and you can do it outside and everywhere you go. And um, yeah, so do you on your homepage, which I'm gonna link into this show notes. Um, so are there gonna be some recipes or some explanations on how, literally, if you would like to do this right now, um, how because what you explained before is taking a jar putting the leaves in mixing it with water and then water it um obviously that gives you a liquid uh paint or watercolor literally but because it's um obviously organic you can't really keep it for ever in a day right so there are also some tricks you would tell you were giving us on how to actually make even the paint um well, yeah sustainable or literally long lasting through different methods on mixing different um, organic other things into it so do you have some recipes you can share um so advanced the, yeah 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 <laughs> the, uh, our trick is that our advice is try to find someone who can who are able for cooking for your own network because I don't know really what one do. Do you want to make with the color? Do you want to make fabrics? Uh, do you want to eat it? Do you make to a body painting or whatever uh, your, your... And imagine if I'm the spider of the network and I have to answer all these questions, it's very complicated. And so we make a trick our network or our, our internet site was in German and it was very boring, normal internet site. The trick is go to a big search machine, just like Google or Fancy or Yahoo or whatever, and put seven guns, hashtag seven guns inside. And then maybe you find your local seven guns dialoguer and you can contact him or her. Mostly it's her. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. Uh, more than 90% are, are women and, and ladies in our network. You are more creative, more, more I don't know, more networking than the guys. And <clears throat> so that not the German uh, internet site was important uh, thing. Use the complete network, the, the internet, look for seven guns, the artificial word, and then you see, you found sites on, on Russia, you found in Malaysia, you found them in, in I don't know, uh, Austria, whatever. I it, uh, our last research was that there are more than 2 million sites now worldwide with our hashtag. And if you not found it, if, if it's not okay, then you can send us an email and we try to, to connect you to others or we were trying to answer your, your question. But also you can on YouTube, there are some films from the African guys. Or even when you start your project, you can use this just like a franchise without paying. You can use the logo Seven Guns, you can use the hashtag, hashtag Seven Guns, and you can say, okay, I'm Seven Guns Melbourne or Seven Guns Sydney or Perth or whatever. And then you're starting your network. Mm -hmm. It can also, it can be a startup. You can make money with it. 
And I hope that you can make money with it because that's of my attention as an artist. I want to make money, but with my work, not with your work. Yeah. And it's enough place and enough ideas for all of us because it's brand new. Brand new old. <laughs> <laughs> brand new old, yes. Yeah. Mankind wisdom, brand new old. Use it, it's, it's yours. Enjoy it. Yeah, there were some good uh, finished words. Use it <laughs> and enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Thank you so much um, for your um, time and for um, your information and uh, speaking English. And, um, I'm sorry about it. Sharing all the insights. It's okay. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, I was going to hashtag some things and I will think about it, how I can um, promote it so people um, become more aware. And um, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. I love sustainability. Um, and it's just the key to everything to... And the step, the first step starts with yourself becoming aware and changing things. And um, so, yeah, thank you so much, Peter. And um, you're welcome. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.